This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Money Nerds Podcast, where owning a calculator, budgeting your money, and having a net worth is actually cool. I'm your host, Whitney Hansen, and each week I'll be chatting with inspiring people to learn their secrets to financial success. Now let's dive into the show. Hey, do you need a financial coach? If so, let's work together. As a coach, I help you get structure around your finances, visualize your ideal life, whatever that looks like for you, and more importantly, put together a strategy to help you get there. A lot of people hire me because they want to pay off debt faster and more efficiently and boost up their savings or increase their credit score, and those are all awesome goals. Financial coaching just helps you because I hold you accountable the entire way. Yeah, for better or worse, we're kind of like we're married. So if you want to take the podcast concepts that you're learning here and apply those to your life with my help, then you need to apply for coaching at WhitneyHanson.com slash customized dash coaching. Once again, that's WhitneyHanson.com slash customized dash coaching. I am so stoked to work with you and help you reach your financial goals. Hey, money nerds. In a lot of ways, this podcast started as a way for me to be nosy and ask people, what are some of the things that are working in your financial life? I really love learning from others and anybody that has a different approach or a different way of doing things with money, I'm interested in. I just think it's really fascinating. And I really do believe that we can all learn from each other. So that's why I really enjoy getting to interview people and just learning their tidbits and their secrets to financial success. And if you listen to this show and you listen all the way through, then gold star for you, my friend, you probably already know I ask people at the end of every single interview, in your opinion, what is the secret to financial success? The content, the interview, all of that stuff is fantastic because it gives us a little bit of context into this person and maybe a little bit about what makes them tick and their mindset behind why they answer this question the way they do. I love it. I think it's so fascinating. So today I want to dissect a little bit of some of the recent guests' answers to the secret to financial success. And I'm going to give you my two cents or one cent, whatever whatever it's deemed, but I'm going to give you my feedback and we'll kind of learn together. So let's go ahead and dive into one of the more recent guests, Barbara Sloan, and hear a little bit about her secrets to financial success. The secret to financial success is just to find your own personal way of doing it. When you follow other people, you're traveling down roads that are known. And like, in order to discover a life for yourself, you really have to, to find your own way. So I encourage people, find your own way. It's okay. 
Find your own way. What a great tip because think about it. So often we are always looking for the blueprint or the framework or how does so-and-so describe things? What are we supposed to do next? And sometimes what we're supposed to do next has nothing to do with what other people say and everything to do with where our life currently is and more importantly, where we want our life to go. That's how we should be thinking about our finances, not a cookie cutter plan. And I think it's really true because so often we do look for just that one nugget of wisdom. We just need to see, you know, what, how does Whitney manage her money? Frankly, like I'll share tips and tricks for how I approach things. But ultimately my goal is that you take all of this information, dissect it, apply what's applicable to you in your life. And some of the other stuff where it sounds nice in theory, but it's not for you, just disregard it. But sometimes it gets so hard because we feel like we're going to mess up. And so having that little bit of trust in yourself where you know you can do this, you're smart enough, you're capable enough, and you currently have enough information to start to apply this stuff in your own life. You have to have a little bit of trust, and I think it goes a really long way. Now let's hear about a next guest. Our next guest was Tony Okamoto, and Tony was such a fun guest for me because she had this entire philosophy of you can save money by doing a plant-based diet. But what I really love learning from Tony was that all of the benefits of plant-based diets are pretty profound, no doubt, but the financial benefits are huge. And I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed learning about how Tony was able to use a plant-based diet to help her get out of debt. Now, by no means am I pitching this as the diet to follow. Again, you already know, you heard my plan. I don't think that there is a one size fits all. But I do think it is important to learn a little bit about her secret to financial success because I do think it is very applicable to all of us. Staying disciplined and being okay with saving money. I think it's such a big mindset shift for some people to be at the grocery store and ask for the sale price to be checked when there's a line of people tapping their feet behind them or, um, put something back because it's with that it's outside of your budget or more expensive than you thought it would be. So being disciplined and giving yourself the grace to know that you're making a long-term decision that will benefit your family for maybe generations to come. Now, this was interesting to me because I really do believe when it comes to our finances, a lot of times our spending and the things that take away our money, it's not just one lump sum. And sometimes that's the case, of course, like overspending on a house or a car or just generally speaking, living outside of our means. I think this is a very common thing. But I also seem to think that we forget about that whole concept of death by a thousand cuts. And it's kind of true when it comes to our finances. It's not necessarily those one things that really get us. Sometimes it's the constant microtransactions that we are going through day after day. And when you get to the end of the month, you're like, oh my God, that was like a thousand dollars in extra spending. No wonder I feel like I have no money. And I think this is really important because this is what Tony is alluding to. She's talking about that whole concept of being okay with saving money. Now, being okay with saving money, when you hear that, you probably immediately are like, well, duh, of course I'm okay with saving money. But are you actually? Because if you're okay with saving money, then that means that you are inherently okay with the action steps it takes to save the money. And that requires discipline. It requires saying no to yourself. It requires occasionally looking at your grocery budget and saying, hey, you know what? I don't have it in my budget to buy the pack of Oreos and the extra snacks right now. So I'm just going to have to put those back and have to wait. 
that's the kind of stuff that sometimes it takes to save money. And when we say, yes, I want to save more money, I hope that we all adopt the other side of that, which is here's the sacrifice it's going to take for me to save money. I think that's a really important thing. And so I really did appreciate this perspective from Tony. I thought that was very helpful and a really great reframe. Now, next, we're going to hear from a previous guest, Zach Hood. Zach, if you recall, is the founder of Cash Freely and Travel Freely. He helps people really get a better grasp on travel hacking and cashback hacking and all of that kind of stuff. I thought this was a really fun episode, but I really liked Zach's perspectives on what it takes to become financially successful. So let's go ahead and hear from him. Wow. Monster question. I would say communication with people who are very smart (laughs) with finances uh, is super important because of how much you can learn. And I guess when I say people that can be authors, podcast hosts, bloggers, all sorts of people, both listening and learning and interacting, I think like you're always getting more information that way. And then it's it's everywhere i guess it's pretty obvious but just like having a plan is the number one thing it's really hard to like not know what you're doing if you have a plan because if it's not a great plan you'll find that out and you'll make adjustments so i think having good voices and good education and then making making a plan which i guess is putting those that advice and that help into action surrounding yourself with people that are further down the road than you are. I think this is such a key piece, right? We always know that quote, be the dumbest person in the room. And I think this is really important because sometimes we look around and we might be what we think are the smartest people in the room. Now, hopefully this is coming from a place of like trueness, not arrogance. I think that's a totally different thing. But if you look around and you're like, no, actually, like I I truly am the best person that I know with money. What that tells me is you need to level up. You need to start thinking bigger. You haven't learned everything there is to know about money. That's impossible. There are so many different topics that we could go into that often like we just don't because we don't have enough time to even learn all the things, right? There's so many nuances and so many tips and tricks that we can try, especially when it comes to the finances. But constantly learning from others is such a key piece. And I like the idea of like using learning, not just to absorb the information and say, oh, that's cool. I like it. But how do I take that information, absorb it, say, hey, that's cool. I like it. And then apply it to my life. I think that's the secondary piece of learning that we often forget about. Learning is not just listening. It's not just watching videos. It's not even just reading books. It's doing all of those things and actively applying those to your life. Now, going back to Zach's comment about having a plan, I think that is such a key piece too. And that is something that so often we do overlook this. We often think that just having a plan in our head is enough, but it's not. We have to write this stuff down on paper. We have to reflect on it and we have to constantly surround ourselves with people, whether that's a podcast or a book or a YouTube channel that are smarter than us and are constantly inspiring us. When I was paying off my student debt, I talk about this a lot. I was constantly, and I mean constantly, listening to YouTube videos and podcasts. This was like very early in podcasting. They weren't really around, but essentially there was like versions of podcasting. And so I would sit there and listen to that stuff when I was at my accounting cubicle and thinking about things and figuring out like, oh, this is so cool. Visualizing my dream life, that clear plan of paying off my debt. I knew that light was around the tunnel and I knew it was cut. It was very close. I was very focused on that goal. And I really do attribute so much of my success to 
that constant reminder and being surrounded virtually, albeit, by people that were doing better than me with money. I truly believe that was a big thing. The next guest that we are revisiting is Scarlett Cochran. Now, Scarlett is an incredible person. She was one of my favorite interviews so far, and I really loved her advice about finances is not a one and done kind of thing. It's something that continually takes work. So let's listen into what Scarlett deems is the secret to financial success. The secret is that it's something that continually takes work. I think that people have this thought that some t- at some point they'll reach this point where they won't have to think about money again. And to me, that's setting yourself up for failure. That should never be the thing that you aspire to because it is an impossible standard. No one should not be thinking about their money. I don't care how rich you are. If you're super rich, you need to know what the people that you're paying t- is are doing with your money. You still need to understand it. So Understanding that understanding money is, should be part of just how you live your life because those skills do atrophy over time. You will lose them if you don't use them and you're old and you're vulnerable and people will take advantage of that. So just step into this idea that managing your finances is like brushing your teeth. It's something that you routinely do on a regular basis. It doesn't have to take a lot of time and it's essential. I love this idea that Scarlett shared about how we all need to understand money and that if we don't use that muscle of constantly learning and understanding money, we lose it. We just will forget how to do things and we forget the importance of things. And maybe we're not staying up to date on different, I don't know, concepts or terms. And that really does affect us with our finances. But I think the part that was really most fascinating to me was her advice of, We just need to have this be part of our normal routine, much like brushing your teeth. And that really leads me back to habit building. And so my takeaway from hearing her secret to financial success was asking myself, what can I do in my daily life that will help me be better with money? And so what comes to mind initially for some people is maybe checking your bank account first thing in the morning. You look at that, you pull up your budget, you're checking out your budget, you're looking at your accounts, you're just getting a sense of what's going on with your finances and you're doing that every single day. Another thing could be maybe you were walking on the treadmill. One of my goals this year is to walk 30 minutes every single day, no matter what. And I really enjoy that. But that time is usually spent scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or watching YouTube videos. And while I enjoy it, It isn't the most productive use of my time. I could also be reading a finance book. I could be studying a new concept, a new investing strategy. I could be reading about psychology and why we do what we do. Like there's so many things that I could be doing to help me understand why I make the decisions I do and why my clients make the decisions they do. So my big takeaway from Scarlett was how do I incorporate more of finance into my daily routine? Is it something where I can go for my walks, listen to a podcast, read a book? What can I do to make this so ingrained in my daily life, not just my monthly life or my once a year life or just my New Year's life? How do I make this part of my normal life that it's just something I do? You adopt that identity and that's when you start to see big changes. If you want some more help with habit change, I've done so many different podcast episodes on habits and what I learned over the years with The Power of Habit and Atomic Habits being the two books that I recommend most often. So if you haven't 
done a deep dive into your own personal habits, I highly recommend those two books to help you get started because it will help you uncover exactly why we do what we do. And more importantly, how we can break that cycle so we're not constantly repeating bad behaviors or behaviors that just aren't serving us any longer. And so I think those two books are really fantastic to help you get out of that habit change and make money part of your daily routine right alongside brushing your teeth, which I hope you do already. Now, the last guest that we are hearing again from is Tara Falcone. If you didn't catch Tara's episode, she had a really great episode all about investing for midterm goals and how that can look. And I thought it was really important because so often we think about investing on a broad basis, specifically for retirement. And so we had a really great conversation about investing. So if you are interested in that, go check out that previous episode. But what she shared in this one is really important. If you feel like you get stuck in this trap of constantly feeling like you're just not accomplishing anything, or when you do accomplish something, you're not feeling very happy by that. I think this is an important little nugget of what the secret to financial success is. So let's hear from Tara. The secret to financial success for me is redefining what success means to you and how it is measured. I think so much of the investing industry is focused on return and alpha and beating the market and outperforming a benchmark or whatever. When in reality, what everyday people, you and me here listening, talking, what they care about is whether or not they're able to achieve their goal. Like the measurement of success is, did I get that thing? Was I able to do that thing or not? Right. That's how we measure success of our, any money moves that we make saving, earning, investing, whatever it is. And so I think that unfortunately the the market and the industry has kind of done people a disservice by focusing so much on return and outperforming things. Be, I mean, largely because I think it's run by men. If I'm being completely honest, totally. But I think what really matters is like, no, this is these are the reasons that I'm investing. These are the reasons that I'm saving. Um, and if you redefine your success on just a simple, did I achieve it or not? And then you're able to, you know, if you didn't, why not? And learn from that experience. Um, I think that's really what the secret to financial success and financial fulfillment really is because success and fulfillment are very different. And if you, you can feel successful, but not fulfilled, you can feel fulfilled, but not successful. The goal is to hopefully feel both. I really like this reframe of, did you accomplish it? Yes or no. And then that second step of why didn't I accomplish the goal? I think it's really important. So often we just go through month by month, year over year, and we don't really spend that time for reflection. Or we do reflect, but we let ourselves off the hook. We don't really hold ourselves accountable. We can all say that life is tough and sometimes life is a little bit harder on others than it is for us. And we all go in cycles. Like it's going to be vice versa sometime too, I'm sure. And so what I do know is if you can find some element of success, if you can figure out ways to stick to your plan, even when life is tough. I really do believe that we are all going through our own crap day in and day out. And sometimes people have more crap to trudge through than others, no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, we all have to deal with some pretty crappy stuff. And the secret to success comes from our ability to redefine what success means for us, and reflect on what we can do better next time. I think, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. I also like Tara's point about fulfillment versus happiness. I think we've all experienced that before too, where we worked really hard, we accomplished a goal. And instead of feeling super proud of ourselves in the moment, we kind of just move that benchmark. 
We give ourselves a slight pat on the back if we even do that. And we say, cool, what's next? But we're not any more fulfilled. And I think a lot of that does come down to the way that we measure our success, like Tara said. So that was fun, right? We revisited five different guests that were on the show and talked a little bit about what their perspectives were and what they deemed the secret to financial successes. If you enjoyed this style of episode, please let me know. I love experimenting with different formats on this podcast. And so if this snippet style of episode is fun for you, I will be sure to work this into the content schedule in the future as well. All right, guys, that is it for today. Thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate you. I hope you're having a great week and I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye.